0: Welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading. I can't wait to dig into your chart. Just for the audience to get to know you, why don't you give us a line about what you do and a line about what you hope to get from the reading.
1: Okay. Well, um, I am a full-time student in audio production, and I also DJ and graphic design.
0: Okay. Awesome. Beautiful. So a lot of arts and, and culture and stuff. I love yeah. it. So what do you hope to get from the reading?
1: um i guess just more clarity and uh reinforcement see if i am still on the right path i've Mm. had especially with these last couple months i've been kind of
0: had an art block Mm. interesting okay well let's let's see what we got so The Life Path Astrology reading is here to help support you understand like what your soul's mission just beyond, you know, being born, going to school, getting a job and dying is, right? So hopefully what you get from here helps you feel like you're on the right path or if not, at least to see what intuition, intuitive hits you get from what's coming up. So the first thing that always comes up or that I like to start with is the sun sign because the sun sign is how you see yourself. so you already know that you are an aquarius and that you're you're oh look you got a tattoo yep so aquarius life and you have aquarius in the eighth house so this is going to be new information for you probably so like i said the sun is how we see ourselves aquarius first of all it's an air sign so when each of the elements kind of represents something and when i think of air signs i think of like being in your mind a lot um Mm -hmm. aquarians are also very known to be revolutionaries they are the ones that are here for a big mission a big cause they have vision you know if they had um a tv high school archetype the Aquarian archetype would be the punk rock girl in high school with the nose piercing and the pink hair or the shaved head (laughs) she's Not like going to look like all the other girls she doesn't she doesn't necessarily care about fitting in and that's something else like Aquarian archetype is also about being very unique now the interesting thing about your Aquarian archetype or your son the way you see yourself not only do you see yourself as a visionary and having a cause right you probably always feel like you've got to fight for something or there's something that needs to be there for you to feel inspired but it's also the eighth house. The eighth house is really interesting. So eighth house is Scorpio energy. And when we look at the eighth house, it represents um, overall, it represents death, sex, um, rebirth. It represents like all the things that are taboo. And so Uh I'm really curious to hear, like I almost have this feeling of like, you are really comfortable in standing out, (laughs) And, you know, but also like being taboo. Like you don't care about talking about things, doing things with intensity that other people can't handle.
1: Always 200%. Always (laughs) honest. No matter what.
0: Yeah. And the other thing, for example, um, I know we've had conversations before. This is the taboo, right? Like you see yourself as like you have the vision into what's unspoken about into that taboo. And you're able to really like hold space for that cause of like, you know, people seeing the other side, people standing up, people being on the revolution for the things that people don't want to talk about. So I see a lot of head nodding. So we're confirmed. (laughs) So here's the really cool thing about the sun sign. The sun sign is your secret sauce. It's going to be the magic that you sprinkle onto everything you do. So, you Um, know, in the physical realm, you're going to have jobs. You're going to have like skills that you pick up. But your sun sign is kind of like what you bring into your soul's work that helps you kind of make sure that the soul's work gets done. So no matter what job or how you do it, your magic, your secret sauce is having the vision, having a cause that you're fighting for, and having that like ability to see the taboo and work with that taboo and navigate in those spaces. I really feel like even like the esoteric work, like I wouldn't be surprised if you picked up like Reading cards or like <laughs> adding some type of esoteric work into even the music that you do, um, like probably working with like sacred frequencies. I don't know, like, I just feel like you're the oh, work sure. is going to be very different, very intense, but very, um, it's going to be different, it's going to stand out, but it's also going to have like a deeper spiritual, it's going to make people probably dig deep too.
1: Oh, yeah, that's with everything I do,
0: yeah. <laughs> And that's all because of the gifts of your sun. Now, Mm -hmm. your rising sign, so the sun is how you see yourself and your magic sauce. The rising sign is how other people see you. So you're like this. You see yourself as this, like, contrarian, revolutionary, cool, taboo. However, people see you as the Cancer rising. And so Cancer, first of all, is the mother figure of the zodiac. And when you think about that, it represents, like, m- like taking care, nurturing, intuition, like community, feeling of belonging. Um, so it's likely that even though you see yourself as this intense revolutionary, people see you as a very inviting person, a very nurturing person, a safe mm-hmm. space, like yeah. to call home. Um and, and cancer also like deeply emotional. Cancer is a water sign. So remember how you said the air sign? I think about being in the mind, thinking, mm-hmm. vision, in their head. Water signs represent the emotional sphere. And so you probably, people probably see you as also very like probably emotionally intelligent, emotionally expressive. You're not going to be like holding back, you know, Affection or or things like that. You're probably going to go, you know, be very um, forthcoming with that. You're not going to hold back. Oh yeah, yeah. That so here, what was that?
1: That is all accurate.
0: Awesome. Okay, so here is the juicy part of the rising sign. The rising sign is the problem you're here to solve. Okay. Okay. So there are a couple of ways we can look at this. Like, first of all, I remember how I said family cancer is kind of like a low key community builder. And your sun sign is also a community builder because Aquarius is all about like bringing people together, friends and things like that. So I don't know if you're here. So these are some of the things that come up for me. You're probably here to help people You know, solve the problem of people feeling their feelings, first of all because of that cancer in the water sign um you're here to help people solve the problem of tapping into their intuition you're here to solve the problem of people feeling nurtured and i wouldn't even be surprised if you're here to solve the problem of people finding their soul family right like that's
1: funny that's a lot to do with the career that i'm choosing right now tell me more well like well, specifically with at least the, the electronic music, I, whenever you play songs, you also have like visuals in the background, right? So I'm always thinking of like putting words on, on the screen behind me, like saying like you are not alone or like you're loved, you know? And something that's really big part of that is the community is where you're going to find people like you. And that's what a lot of people do there, you know?
0: Amazing. Amazing. And so knowing, so I want you to, I want you to remember that because that is your part of your soul's work. Your soul's work is to help people feel their feelings, feel, tap into their intuition, feel like they're part of a family. Through this community that you are part of through the music that you create. And so just know this because whether you stay, because some people change careers, some people don't, but no matter what industry you stay in, your job is to foster, that your soul came here to support that work specifically so the beautiful thing is you're already bringing and and how are you doing it with that aquarius vision like i'm gonna put it in the images i'm gonna spread the message i'm gonna create all of this You, you know that's what i love about aquarians they really know how to like think outside of the box act outside of the box um i'm sure uh you know there are a lot of people that do the music that you do but not everyone has thought about how can you use that to impact and make yeah. people feel and create connectivity so that's beautiful that's it's beautiful <laughs> what was that
1: i said that is not just a party
0: mm-hmm. exactly oh my gosh you're bringing like you're bringing depth. So so here's another thing about the eighth house where your son is, mm-hmm. that it is going deep. It is digging to the roots. It's going to the shadow. It's going to the places that are not seen. And so you're definitely digging deep with the work. It's not just like, oh, it's music. Yay. It's like, no, we're going to go deep. We, ain't, It's not superficial with Scorpio or eighth house energy. Like there is no I'm superficial.
1: On a spiritual journey. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. I love it. That's exactly How it goes. Now, the next part of your chart that becomes important to this work that you're doing is the moon. Now, the moon typically represents our emotional the way we express our emotions. Um, and you happen to have the moon in Capricorn, which is so interesting because I always laugh at people with um, Earth mo- or Earth moons because I have an Earth moon too. So Capricorn is an Earth sign. It's, the GO- it's ambitious. It's career-oriented. It wants to get the job done. Um, I joke that when I see any Capricorn placements, I always play in the back of my head, Rihanna's work, 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 work. Um, so like... <laughs>
1: huh? I'm always being productive
0: <laughs> well so here's the interesting thing from an emotional landscape you know you probably are a poker face you probably feel th- so here's the thing about um capricorns they're earth signs so typically an earth sign is going to analyze or they're going to be like you know a little bit solid cuz they're earth right so they're a little bit less flexible but capricorn actually has a fin Um, it's a sea coat, not a mountain coat. And so it comes with this wave of deep emotional um, experiences that it's bringing with it. So it understands human pain, it understands human suffering, but it's not going to show you. (laughs) So it's going to be like, I felt that and I'm not going to do anything about it right now. So you probably want to, so this is what comes up for me in the moment in your work that you're doing where you when you're feeling stuck when you're feeling like you can't move forward when things aren't working well the moon doesn't just express our emotions she is a goddess and she supports our mission okay. she's not she's not the mission she supports it and the way she supports it is with that Capricorn vibe she's going to bring leadership she's going to bring discipline she's going to bring responsibility she's going to bring that work ethic because when we look at Aquarius and Cancer, Aquarius is gonna be like, "I'm just here for the for the revolution." <laughs> and sometimes Aquarius gets lost in the revolution. That's your son. And and Cancer, when things are too much, she can hide in the shell, right? Like a crab hides in the shell when it's like when things are too much. And in those moments where emotions are running through and things get too much, you call you and you and you feel stuck. You go, "Okay, I gotta nurture Capricorn." Capricorn is gonna help me move forward. And so whenever you're feeling stuck, whenever you're feeling like you can't move forward, you go, okay, what do I have to do? What is my responsibility? What is the plan? Because I need to stick to the plan.
1: Yeah. That's funny that you say that because Well, there's a bunch of other stuff going on right now that I want to talk to you afterwards. Okay. But it has to do with also the the block that I've been having and like my productivity and my energy was drained. Mm-hmm. So I immediately like, I immediately like closed myself off and I was just like getting to work like, all right, I need to, just like you were saying, I need to do this, I need to do that. And then once I'm ready to come back out, then I come back out.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I, it's just amazing that you're so aligned, that you're already doing the work that needs to happen for you to move forward. So remember, mm-hmm. every time you feel stuck, go, okay, where's the to-do list? What is the responsibility? What's the plan? And mm-hmm. sticking to the plan will make sure that Cancer's emotions and Aquarius's rebel without a cause doesn't get in the way of actually creating the mission because those two together will be like, oh my God, I'm crying. This is so beautiful. And then you get lost. Then <laughs> you're like, you go on a tangent or you get lost on the road. Capricorn's gonna bring you back. Capricorn's going your moon in Capricorn's gonna be like, hey guys, that's not on the map. We could take a detour once we've accomplished the mission. <laughs> okay. Um, now, the next placement that becomes important um, is Mercury. Mercury, we know, is in retrograde right now at the time of this reading. And it represents, in the third dimension, our communication, the way we speak. Um, it, it's the natural ruler of Gemini and Virgo. Now, the interesting thing about uh, Mercury, it represents, in the third dimension, our intellect. So it represents how we think, the information we know. But in order to master Mercury, we need to access the fifth dimensional higher consciousness, right? Okay. And so what keeps us from going from the 3D to the 5D is working with the shadow of the sign that mercury is in so mercury is in capricorn and in your moon is in capricorn in the sixth house but your mercury is in capricorn in the seventh house and that's really interesting so hold on
1: so in order for me to ascend to the higher vibration i need to i need to deal with the shadow of my capricorn
0: Of yes, of Mercury in your Capricorn. So the shadow of Mercury in Capricorn. That would be like
1: anti-nurturing, like the.
0: That is that is a good one. So here's the here's the thing about Capricorn. Capricorn, when it's in the shadow, it wants to control. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's so funny?
1: Because I've just been it's just what I've been dealing with lately. (laughs)
0: Like trying to control things.
1: That's part of going into your show, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on?
0: Yeah. So I wrote like the 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 Mercury. It's like you want to control. Um, you want to like um Capricorn can get very materialistic, like being stuck on the material side because it's successful. Capricorn is ambitious and it might get too materialistic. Also, um, because of that ambition, Capricorn sometimes can get like really concerned about the social climbing status. So, so when you, for when, not that you forget about it, but when you release that aspect and you step into the, the gifts of Capricorn, then the gifts. So going from 3d to fifth dimensional is saying, okay, I'm using my intellect to be a leader, to be responsible, to create a plan and to, and to know that the plan can change because Capricorn in the shadow can be like, no, this is a plan. We're sticking to it. There's nothing else. Um, and, hmm? Oh yeah. Well, pride has more of a Leo shadow, but, but it's, I think it's more of like fixating on control. Like it just, it, it wants what it wants because it wants it because it sees the prize. And it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't always have that Aquarian vision to say, well, there's other ways of getting to the goal okay and so the the gift so the capricorn in the moon is going to give you the gift of supporting you with the plan and you need to not have to want to control things with your mind. Like you you get to be more flexible with your mind and use the power of Capricorn, not the rigidity. Because remember, think of an earth sign. When I think about an earth sign, think about your mind. And I think about sticks like twigs when I think of earth signs in the mind. And when it tries to bend, it could break because it's so rigid, right? Like controlling it too much could literally snap the twig. Now, the interesting thing is you also have it in the 7th house. And the 7th house is all about marriage or partnerships. So I don't know if you see yourself going into partnerships with work or you know think about I'm sure you deal with a lot of people at work. And so, you know, there's what almost like the What
1: was that? What do you mean partnerships at work?
0: Like so in the work that you do, I don't know if like you probably work with a lot of people so you have to partner up. Yeah. To get the work that you do to move and advance the work that you do. And so that's how you access higher consciousness. You go, okay, like I don't have to control the people in this plan. Right. I get to show them leadership. I get to show them how, how to be responsible. We get to be responsible with each other, but my job is not to control them because a Capricorn is going to want all the things it wants when it wants it. Cause it's, it's a leader. Capricorn is like this. If, if, if Capricorn had a TV show archetype, it'd be the CEO with the suit and the briefcase It's like, we're going to get down to business. <laughs> um, and so sometimes not everyone is like that. And so you get yeah. to say, you get to say, okay, like I'm going to work with you, I have a plan and we get to work on the plan, but I'm not going to fixate on controlling you.
1: Understood.
0: Awesome. Now the next placement that I love, love, love to talk about is the North node and the South node because our souls contracted into
1: the thick line.
0: No, the, the South node is actually this little dude right here. Okay. So the South node, I mean, the North node is the challenge that you came here to grow into. It is not easy for you. It is not your natural way Obstacle. of being. It's like a challenge. It's like it's like a growth spurt. It's where you get to grow. You, okay. for example, your south node is the natural gift. It's like if you are a computer, it's your default programming. Even if they were to reset it, you would have that in you.
1: Okay.
0: Your north node is not. You have to program it. You have to learn how to code it. You have to learn how to work with it. Okay. So let's go to your south node. Uh, well, let me tell you what the polarities are. The north node, which is your challenge, is Virgo. And your south node, which is what your gift. Virgo? <laughs> north node is Virgo. Your challenge is Virgo. And your south node, which is your easy peasy jam, is Pisces, which is funny because I have the same polarity. So I feel you on this one. Um, so let's talk about your gifts. Pisces, like you were born being very idealistic being very um, hopeful, like a hopeless romantic. Um, People with strong Pisces placements tend to be like intuitive, psychic. You probably get downloads. It's super easy for you to flow with spiritual five, five dimensional speak. Um, But also like, it's also, you're probably very empathic. You can walk into a room and tell everyone's emotional state and not know how to deal with it because Pisces are also very good escape artists. Like when they're like, I don't like this, they're so connected to the spiritual realm. that They're like, I'm out. And they go into whatever their obsession is or something that they get really attached to to kind of tap out. So just Mm -hmm. as there are many psychics and spiritually connected people in this sign, there are also a lot of people that tend to um, have addictions and excess in certain ways of being and, and interests. In this sign because it's their way of tapping out of the physical realm because pisces is so spiritual i don't know if you know but the zodiac starts with aries and ends with pisces aries represents the infancy stage of life and like by the time you get to libra it is middle age but by the time you get to aquarius and pisces it's like past being on this earthly realm it's like source energy so what comes up for you when i say that <laughs>
1: Mm. well it, it makes sense it resonates with me um especially the addictive part because mm. and tapping out i'm very i'm if i if i'm not comfortable with a person or a place i have no issues cutting them out or leaving and i'm just fine mm. or um and then just like focusing on on my music or my art and just I can easily tunnel vision, not care about anything or anyone else.
0: And get lost in it like an addiction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also very like this is definitely also where you can find artists and arts types because that's, you know, you need that that connection to source that intuitive that dream state to really feel all of that art that it channels through. It's like a channeled art, for lack of a better phrase. Um, now, the North Node is the challenge. So the North Node is Virgo. Is Virgo huh? Is Virgo for real? Yeah. Why?
1: <laughs> My last two ex-girlfriends are Virgo.
0: Well, you sourced them to see what it's like to be in the Virgo state of mind. So Virgo... You know, it's an earth sign. So Virgo has a lot of interesting archetypes. It is um, in the in the represent in the symbolism. She's the virgin, so she represents purity. She represents also health. She represents being of service. Um, she's very analytical. Details are important. Structure is important. And so things that come up for me as challenges for people with Virgo North nodes. Um, and it's interesting because you have in the third house, the third house is the house of communication. So how you express yourself um uh, when it comes to your health when it comes to being of service when it comes to structure so like I'm I'm curious to hear do you have challenge is it has it been difficult for you to like stick to a schedule to create consistency to really like even consistently do things that contribute to your wellness and your health and your well-being
1: mm-hmm. for sure uh, I definitely stopped going to the gym these last couple months that I have had my my art block and my reduction in productivity, I stopped meditating. I stopped talking to the universe. Uh, what else? Yeah, and that also led up to me like procrastinating on my homework, not doing any artwork or music at all.
0: I feel that. I understand <laughs> that. So that's awesome that you can see how it is so important.
1: But I do have a question, though. Mm-hmm. Isn't it also even though even though that those complications do come up isn't it also a part of like self-care to just be gentle with yourself when you're feeling that?
0: Absolutely. So this is not to say that you shouldn't take care of yourself and you shouldn't go into self-care, but Pisces can get so lost in just like, you know, universe has your back, things will manifest that it forgets that you're a spiritual being in the physical realm. So that's how I was going to kind of close that op- opposition up. Like you are so connected to source that yes, you probably can manifest things without like a lot of difficulty, right? You're connected. Yeah. However, that's already your gift. You're good at that. So when I see this a polarity of the Pisces South node and the Virgo North node, it's almost like, okay, you have this gift and, and it's connected to the spiritual realm and what you were born to do, what you came here to do is to take that connection and bring it into the physical realm, into the earth with an earth sign with Virgo, to create that structure, to focus on your physical well-being, um, to be of service, because remember she's of service, with the gifts of that Pisces North Node. It's almost like taking that Pisces spirituality, but you bring it down to the earth. You bring it down for people to understand and access from a grounded space. Because when you're always tapped out, when you're always connected to spirit, you're not really being in the physical realm. It's almost like a calling to remember you're a human too, (laughs) right? And, and put structure into what it means to be a human being. Okay. So, yes. I think it's an absolute gift to have that Pisces North node and you get to bring it down and you get to put roots on it. You get to watch it grow. You get to nurture it kind of with that cancer North node. I mean, um, rising. Right. Cause think about that. You can't, people can't feel their feelings if they're tapping out with that. Like your Pisces <laughs> South node. Right. Yeah. Be, they're going to avoid it. They're going to spiritually bypass. You don't want people spiritually uh, bypassing, right?
1: And I think going back that's what I that's what I was doing because there was a time where before my block that I was growing spiritually, but I was like tapping out into source forgetting like the stuff that was going on in here.
0: And so you get to harness it back in. You get to ground back yeah. into the earth. And and then you know, think about how beautiful that example you'll be. You will be that spiritual being in the physical realm. That's pretty. That's pretty juicy, right there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so another thing that you get to witness is, um, Chiron. Chiron is what we call the wounded healer. It's what we think other people can do that we don't think we can. But it's what, and we are really good at helping others and doing it. And it's you've got Mercury in the fourth house. I mean Scorpio. Scorpio in the fourth house. So you have Chiron and Scorpio. So Chiron's the wounded healer. It's the wound that you were that you brought into this lifetime. You karmically brought in this wound. In, and in the Scorpio, Scorpio, if she, I didn't tell you, if she had a TV high school drama archetype, she'd be the goth girl. It, super intimidating. She's like, knows about all the occult stuff. She does her research. Like no one can mess with her. People want to get to know her, but she's really intense. Um, and, and remember, she represents like, if, she had a ta- if Scorpio had tarot card representation, she'd be the death card or the tower card. Things falling and being rebuilt. Things ending and starting again. Things dying and being reborn. Um, But it's also that esoteric work, right? It's the occult. It's the taboo. And in the fourth house, it's the house of family. It's It's the house of cancer. So it's almost like you're probably really good at helping people find their space, like feel part of a family with this taboo work or with this esoteric work. You're probably really good at like initiating people into conversations about like, alternative theories and the research that you've created you've probably done and you're really good at making it feel like home for people but you it's almost like you've done it for other people but you you feel like you're not good enough or like that's not it's maybe sometimes you feel like okay i really want to get into this like deep spiritual work but like who am i to do this
1: definitely Mm i definitely resonate with the uh i definitely know that my my wound is not feeling good enough Mm -hmm. i guess that also goes back into i forgot shadow the shadow capricorn i think it was Mm -hmm.
0: yeah 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 the control
1: um damn i lost my train of thought
0: so so i'm gonna just repeat it then the the wound that you're really good at helping other people with is really doing the research, digging deep, finding out all these, like this, you know, the, the spirituality and intensity, you know, what comes up for me, like you're probably really good at helping other people find their blind spots, doing the shadow work, Mm -hmm. but the shadow work, has not always felt like your domain for you personally it's like you feel wounded in the shadow work but you're really good at helping others through the shadow work
1: yeah i guess i can say that because i do whenever it comes time i do go i just tap out into the spiritual Mm, like you don't even
0: want to look you don't want to dive deep you don't want to do the research you you don't want to look at all of the the things that are available for you but you're really good at helping other people dive deep like remember scorpio eighth house it's like not being superficial it's going all in it's like the like the taboo stuff and the real stuff
1: yeah but i mean i i accept my shadow but (laughs) but i don't think i've i don't think i could truly say that i've done work where i've completely integrated it
0: mm.
1: so i expect it and i i love it if that makes sense
0: yeah and you're really good at guiding other people through it yeah <laughs> yeah i really feel like there's going to be some deep spiritual like like, I just see, like, I see your, like, the work that you're going to do is going to have, like, ritual and depth and transformation um, attached to how people experience your work. That's the plan. Good. That's, well, that's good because that's what the, the your chart is literally calling for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I guess we would have um, maybe two or more placements that I want to quickly talk about just from a sake of time perspective. Um, uh, You have Saturn and Aries in the ninth house, which is interesting. Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac. Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. It's an innovator. It is like an idea creator, but it's also good at starting things, but not finishing it. So Saturn wants to reward you like a father, right? It's going to be like, I want to give you your first car. I want to give you your allowance, but you got to work with me. And Saturn is the CEO. It's the Capricorn archetype. It's the natural ruler of Capricorn. And so um, Saturn with Aries are going to be like, Saturn's going to be excited about all the ideas that Aries has, but Saturn's going to be like, I can't reward you until you finish what you started. And that you really, um, you know, I, so I think of Aries as fire. It's a fire sign and fire can either light people up, like inspire them or could burn people down. So I would also say like a message would be like, don't get, so intense with that fire that you burn people out instead of inspiring people and igniting people to move towards that work you're trying to create okay,
1: okay. that's something i do need to work on
0: Yeah. You, so I I always tell people you don't, you never want to put out the fire of Aries because Aries is inspiring, but you just want to learn how to harness that energy to inspire others. Um, And then the last piece I would love to end with is Jupiter because Jupiter is the planet of expansion and fortune and good luck. And this is where good things happen. And you have Jupiter in Aquarius and Aquarius. We go back to your home. So you have, but this actually, you have Jupiter Aquarius in the seventh house, which is the house of partnerships. Your son is in the house of eighth, the eighth house of Scorpio, death and rebirth and taboo. So your luck comes in when you can tap into that Aquarius vision, have a cause, have something that you're really focused on being in mission for, right? Like you have a mission with this air Aquarius energy, but there's that seventh house energy, which means also partnerships. So like, I feel like you're lucky when you're not alone in being in the revolution or the cause that you're creating partnerships is going to be your support. And it's going to bring you that good luck in the vision you're creating. Okay. I don't know if you're like lone wolfing things or you feel like you have to do everything alone, but yeah. this is almost saying like, it's okay to do this with someone else. Like maybe you build a company and have a partner.
1: We'll come with it with <laughs> What was that? That the expansion and good good luck will come with with it with working yeah. with others.
0: There's there's a partnership aspect to the expansion and the fortune with that Aquarius vision. Okay. All right. So that's what I got. What aha uh, moments did you have? Did this support you in feeling like you're on the right path?
1: Oh, yeah. oh for sure. And it definitely reinforces both the positive and negative areas I need to work in. Like, awesome. I know definitely on the right path for sure. I know that. What was your
0: biggest yeah. aha moment?
1: Probably with my how I deal with uh deal with that um that shadow, I guess, especially mm. with what I did recently. I kind of like just cut everybody out and I've just been Uh. focusing on my school and on my work. Mm, But I I do it because I'm trying to recharge my own energy, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. And so, yeah, like there's a sense of control there. I would definitely say you get to, you get to look to partnerships as something that helps you grow.
1: So, yeah, that's why I'm meant to build a community. I can't do that by myself
0: absolutely not that there's no community when it's just one person <laughs> that would be like a solo um but there's definitely a sense of like partnership being a big part of it so i hope this was of service to you
1: oh yeah for sure I feel i feel good
0: awesome